This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we have Amy on from Snappy, and our topic is how to appreciate employees in a hybrid workplace, in a hybrid workforce, and a hybrid workplace. So we actually probably have a couple of things to discuss there. Mm-hmm. Amy, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and Snappy? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, sure. My name is Amy Stoll. I lead the People and Culture Initiative here at Snappy Gifts. I've been with the team for about a year and a half, um, kind of was the first people or HR person at the company um, during a very fast, exciting time period. I also joined remotely, like many new people are right now and have since I started. Um, so Snappy basically is an online engagement platform that reinvents gifting as a service and the way that companies show appreciation. Um, we help people take the guesswork out of gifting with an all-in-one platform that's fun, it's personal, and it has amazing technology behind it. Um, so needless to say, um, we have been incredibly popular in the last 18 months, which is exciting. And um, I'm truly passionate about employee engagement. And so that's the reason I joined the, the organization to start with back uh, 18 months ago. Well, and you've got all kinds of fun stuff that we can unpack. Just joining a company yes. in the middle of a pandemic remotely and, mm-hmm. uh, and as, as one of the first people leaders. Uh, so there's all kinds of fun stuff there. I love kind of the engagement or what you, what you used to call the total recognition space. Engagement being a kind of, a, I guess, a sub piece of that. But it's just nice to see gifting and, and awards and, and just recognition, uh, praise, uh, and just thought of, rethought of in a way now of rethinking the way we th- rethink the way that we think of work. So what are, what are some of the things that you're seeing just, just with your customers alone? Just what are you seeing that's table stakes versus the people that are doing really innovative things? Yeah. So if I think about table stakes, um, I think more about kind of the, the basics of engagement, which mm-hmm. to me are, one-on-one interactions, daily ability to have a feedback conversation in person, um, less of the Zoom environment that we are now all in right now, which I know a lot of people are struggling with and we all get the Zoom fatigue. Um, But I think what's really important on a day-to-day basis is for managers to really carve out that one-on-one time, um, either even in a small group setting, just so you don't get the one-on-one fatigue, but then also in you know, in, um, in really giving great feedback and, you know, offering the ability to have that special time. I think um, engaging with teams remotely is incredibly hard. Um, I always think of uh, when you're on a Zoom call in particular or whatever, um, it's really hard to see what's going on in the background. I mean, that camera, behind that camera um, and being really empathetic about what's going on in someone's home on a day-to-day basis, whether it's your family or your pets, your life, the doorbell, the postman, um, you know, all those things behind the scenes are really hard to understand. And 
I feel like when you have that one-on-one engagement, it's been, it's just so much easier to connect with people. Um, I know when I very first started, our CEO, Hani, um, I asked her kind of day two, I said, you know, in the, in light of what's going on right now, what is the biggest thing that kind of keeps you up at night? And she said, I don't know how our teams are doing. You know, when we were in the office together every day, I could walk by people's desks and know just based on their body language that something was wrong, something was amiss, um, or the opposite. They were having an amazing day and something super spectacular in their life was happening. And we just don't have that luxury as much anymore. And so when I asked her about keeping up at night, she's like, I honestly, truly don't know how people are doing. And so when I joined it, she said, I really want you to be able to, you know, get close with our team members from a room in a remote way and take time to really feel how people are doing, whether it's through surveys or just interacting or, um, you know, just taking that extra special time. Um, I think that was one of the things that kind of struck me the most um, as far as her really caring about how people are doing. Well, it's also really smart uh, because the more you care about them and how they're doing, uh, the, the more ultimately, e- even, even if you don't get more production, the happier they'll be just because mm-hmm. someone cares. I mean, there's someone cares that some, they're, they're going through something really cool and positive mm-hmm. or they're going through some hardship, just yeah. the company caring and having empathy. Um, it's unfortunate that it took a global pandemic and a bunch right, of people exactly. to, die to, get, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get to this place of, of corporate empathy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I sure hope we never lose it. I do too. I know. And I feel like, you know, in the start of the pandemic, I feel like, and I actually was out of work when the pandemic hit, but then I joined Snappy shortly thereafter. And, you know, the big thing was what can we do and engage people even on a social way with groups mm-hmm. and doing, um, you know, different types of online, you know, cocktail making and cooking classes and all these things. And we got to a point where we were almost kind of out of ideas, I guess. So yeah, yeah. it does, you really have to get creative and think out of the box. And um, my biggest thing on new hire orientation day is I had one today, actually about seven people to start. And I said, please come to us with all of your great ideas on how we can do, you know, different types of events and things that are unique and different, you know, bingo and trivia. We've, you know, we've done it all, you name it, we've done it. Um, but having like something that's a little bit different and out of the box. I mean, we do our weekly, what we call snappy hours. So at lunchtime on a Friday, everyone in our US team gets together and we, um, we have lunch, we give everybody a little bit of stipend to be able to uh, get a lunch, and then we do something fun together. So, you know, those types of things have been certainly popular, but you do end up like, I feel like when I get together with my HR networking groups, they're all like, oh, what are you doing now? Like, what can we do that's different and out of the box? And sometimes it's just simple things. You know, uh, we did a um, photograph contest, you know, show us a picture of your favorite travel spot since we haven't been able to travel that type of thing i think um, I, I think that's yeah. what's interesting is I, it reminds me a hundred years ago i worked for an ad agency mm-hmm. and the, the leader i worked with she told me she goes i hate seeing stuff on my on my calendar during the weekends like something mm-hmm. that's been scheduled on my calendar she had mm-hmm. kids i was been you know a little bit and uh and I, it was a foreign concept because I was just not at that place, and and mm-hmm. so it was a foreign kind of like like the weekend. You have stuff to do, like well, you know, whatever. Now I get it. It took me <laughs> right. it took me thirty years, but yeah, now I get it. And it's almost like 
when employees look at those things, there, there can be, it's not, not a diminished return, but an exhaustion of us trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's finding that delicate balance with each mm-hmm. employee of, okay, you know, what's cookie cutter. Cause that's how kind of how we looked at engagement prior to the pandemic is what would engage you would engage me and how we'd measure it would be very similar, if not the same. And I think that's one of the things we're learning with employees now and candidates, quite frankly, is they want, they want different things. Mm-hmm. They want different, they want different. So one group might, might want a painting class mm-hmm. or, or, or two people might want a painting class and another group might, might not, might not even want anything remotely close to that. They might, mm-hmm. or they might just like, like the offer, but never accept the offer. You know, like they right. might like it knowing that it's going on and that's enough. Yeah. You know, Definitely. but they don't need yeah. to go. They don't need to go to the painting. They don't want to go to the painting class or they don't want to go to the wine <laughs> club or they don't want to go to the cigar rolling table. They, they just want to know like, oh, my company's cool. Cause all this stuff is going on. Right. Yeah. But I don't really want to go. That sounds like work. I don't want to yeah. go. It's interesting. You know, what's become wildly popular for us lately is um, we, we just recently hired a, a diversity, equity, inclusion manager, and really, you know, very passionate about the initiative in general and brought in an amazing manager um, and just very quickly have a ton of our employee resource groups that have joined. And I feel like that also has been a great way to engage because it gives people a sense of belonging. Um, and they're able to connect with people on a way that has nothing to do with their day-to-day work per se, but it does have something to do with who they are and what they bring to the table as a team member of, of their company. Um, and you know, you learn so much from people through those interactions. Um, and we're celebrating, um, women's history month and we did a amazing initiative that, uh, Gabby, our head of DE and I brought into place, um, around sending thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes. Have I will have you know. Oh, that's cool. And what she did is she created kind of a Google Doc, had everybody submit a handwritten note to some a woman within the company who has reached out to them and helped them in their time, whatever, kind of appreciation notes, kind of going back to, uh, you know, thank you notes from Jimmy Fallon, let's say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And she had them collected and then she literally spent a full day. I didn't know she was doing this and writing notes and mailing them with a stamp to each person's home because we're all distributed and people got in their mailboxes, these lovely handwritten thank you notes that she wrote, which the mess with the messaging from the people who were sharing the greeting and people were like, that was amazing. Um, not maybe even better than a snappy gift, but probably not. <laughs> you know, the only thing, first of all, I love that. Yeah. The, the only, the only beef I have, it's a personal beef is I think women's, and I'll say this about black history month, same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there should be a month. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that there's a, a month. Like a, it's like a parent's month. <laughs> yeah. Parents month. Well, you know, it turns out you're parenting also, but you know, like, like we should be doing that all the time. Exactly. We should be, like, yeah. We should be yeah. recognizing one another all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's I interesting. Mean, it, yeah. We, it's, sorry, go ahead. it's, it's great that there is a month because mm-hmm. there, I, we, I'm old enough to remember when there wasn't a month. So <laughs> fair <Okay>. enough. <laughs> However, it's like we, we should continue into the next month 
mm-hmm. you know, in the next month after that, because women leaders like that, for instance, or, or African-American leaders during Black History Month, mm-hmm. you know, they're still doing great stuff in the other 11 months. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that we should probably I recognize agree. on some level. But anyhow, my, exactly. my, my beefs aside, my personal beefs aside, I love, first of all, the, the handwritten, it's personal. Mm-hmm. I want to get your take on kind of things that are hyper-personalized, especially mm-hmm. as leaders think about remote, they think about hybrid and they kind of rethink engagement. Yep. You, yeah. You know, it, it was one, it was one way January of 20 and probably historically we've looked at engagement with, you know, the history of employee satisfaction surveys and pulse surveys, et cetera. And, you know, now it's, now all that stuff seems a bit outdated in the mm-hmm. way that we work and the way that we think about work today. So what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, I think when I think about um, what I'm seeing and also kind of, uh, you know, as it relates to our platform in particular is, um, like you said, the engagement, the piece of being able to recognize people in a very personal and exciting way. Um, I think even, you know, I think about our snappy gifting platform, we we are our goal is to create this lovely surprise and delight where you're getting this, what looks like a, a box that you can un, unpack and you scratch off and you are able, you are given this ability to claim an amazing gift. Or if you don't necessarily want that particular gift, you can have a gift of a collection of 20 different gifts, oh, um, whatever the nice. collection might be. Um, our gifts are curated and themed. Um, we have top brands, we have digital experiences. Um, the other cool thing we do is we've got um, through our what we call our Snappy Gives Back initiative, we have a donation option. So you get a gift as opposed to getting the gift, you could give the gift. You could give it to an amazing organization like Make-A-Wish um, or you know some, something that we, we've recently um, engaged with UNICEF around, um, around uh, relief for Ukraine. And right. it's been a really, really popular alternative to co- our clients' um, collections. Um, and then we have themed collections as well. In addition, where we have, um, small business owned, um, again, with women's history month in particular, and maybe we should always have them. As you said, we have, um, women owned businesses, um, and whatever the collection might be in various times throughout, throughout the year and celebrations. Um, we have, you know, gifts from hundreds of top brands. Um, we are customers arranging from ADP to zoom, um, and, I think what the excitement with us right now is being able to uh, accommodate our clients of all sizes. So initially our kind of sweet spot, sweet spot was kind of 5,000 employees to you know, 10,000 employees, kind of that mid group right now where our ability is to um, gift to many different size clients um, in addition to various countries as well. So we're looking, you know, our ultimate goal is to be able to give a gift anywhere in the world, um, which is super exciting. And, um, you know, some of our, uh, the second, I guess, biggest need, like you mentioned, is something that's personalized. So let's say your company swag in particular, um, having a curated collection that has a really cool Yeti with your logo on it, or a nice sweatshirt with your logo on it, or cap, or, um, you know, a beanie, something like that. Um, those are really, really um, highly recommended and suggested things that we have in our collection. Um, so, you know, we've got, you know, into 2021, we had over 15,000 different products um, on our platform 
from 700 suppliers. And, you know, we've sent over 1.5 million gifts last year. So it's definitely, I think the experience itself, um, you know, the personalization of it is really special and it makes people feel like there was a lot of thought put into it as opposed to, you know, handing you a gift certificate or gift card that you could potentially either use or maybe even forget about them if you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things is you've, you've unlocked kind of customer kind of onboarding and appreciation and mm-hmm. candidate, you know, onboarding and appreciation. And there's these moments that matter or you can actually, I love that you said that, you know, these things are curated and it's one of, I've, I've actually, I've gotten a snappy gift before and it was through an analyst. So I was doing an analyst meeting. It was one of my favorite, one of my favorite bits because, you know, they had 20 things to pick from mm-hmm. and I picked something you know, that I liked. It was, mm-hmm. it was rocks glasses uh, for scotch. And so I, I like, like, that's exactly what I would have picked for myself. Now would I've ever, you know, but, you know, gone to a store and pick something? No, of course not. But the <laughs> fact that it was there and available mm-hmm. to me, of course, I picked it, and and it was wonderful. And mm-hmm. uh, so, how do you how do y'all look at kind of customer onboarding? You know, without giving away your secret sauce, of course. But just mm-hmm. when you have a new customer, how do you how do you use your own platform to onboard them and and with candidates, employees? Yeah. How do you do that as well? Yeah, so we um, we have the capability of creating campaigns. So you can have a campaign that's related to, let's say, onboarding, for example. So today we had seven new snappy people start mm-hmm. our team. Everybody this morning came once they got logged into their IT, into their Gmail for snappy. They got an email that said, you know, welcome to snappy. Here's your special gift. If you like this gift, claim it or choose from a major collection. So our customer success team basically sits down. We have customer success teams that get the handover from our sales team and they sit down with each client and have a onboarding call and get them set up with whatever campaigns they want to launch with. Some, some clients will start with, you know, one campaign or campaign or two, maybe it's an onboarding, maybe it's a birthday or an anniversary, let's say. Um, and the beauty of it is that you can load up all of your employees through a spreadsheet CSV. Everything goes into the system and important dates like birthday and anniversary are loaded in as well. And so when your birthday hits, your, the system is programmed so that at 9 a.m. that morning, you're going to get a little email that's going to say, happy you know, two-year anniversary, here's your collection. And you can do that based on budget as well. So let's say for the first year, you want to give a $100 budget. And the second year, it's a $200 budget. And you basically can set them up for every single occasion. Um, each, empo- each company's entire employee database is kind of uploaded into the system. We have some integrations with some good... HR systems that are nice and seamless to allow you like really the set it and forget it kind of ability. I mean, the reason, I mean, I love Snappy for many reasons, but I have to say from an HR perspective, the admin in it is little to nothing. I mean, you really, other than adding new team members and, you know, if someone were to depart, you have to remove them. So they don't automatically, automatically, automatically get a gift or, you know, <laughs> hey. if you, shut the, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can see thing. that. I could see that being, Interesting, uh, especially (laughs) a year later. um, Right. Yeah. Um, But it's um, it is it is just, you know, the ease of the administration of it. Even I know that's not the most important thing from the behind the scenes. But if you're like me, we have a very small people team. And so having that amazing functionality come out of so 
a little lift is like an HR professional's dream or engagement person's special dream. Well, you know, the thing is about, especially when it comes to software, if if it isn't easy to use, we we tend to fall in love with a demo and then we fall. You've you've Mm -hmm. bought software before, you know how this works. Mm -hmm. We fall later on down the road because it's too hard. The lift, the the Mm -hmm. operations of it or the admin of it is so difficult. And then getting users to use it is so difficult. So yeah. ease of use, I think I think all HR and recruiting software has to be built around that. So I love that y'all have that as kind of a core. The, yeah. the last thing I want to ask you, and it's it's an interesting kind of a, it's how do you ritualize appreciation? So you work you work in a company that you know this is what you do for a living. Yeah, exactly. However, you know you 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 had a career before that, mm-hmm. um, and you've been in situations where people, maybe business leaders or the board, doesn't quite get appreciation. Maybe you mm-hmm. maybe you've pushed the boulder uphill at different places, and I know mm-hmm. that you've probably interacted with clients before that this is new for them. Mm-hmm. So, what's your kind of what's your tips on kind of how they ritualize and how they build ceremony and how they build this muscle memory around appreciating people? Yeah, I mean, I think it it starts because on various levels, right? So it's more, um, I, I think when you think of like the the lowest piece of it, not lowest or least important, certainly not, but the showing appreciation just on a on a a human level, right? Whether it is a kind of a cute, what we call at Snappy, our kudos shout out um, about somebody who did something really amazing during the day, helped me with a client, helped me close a deal, um, helped me, you know, from HR perspective, helped me land this amazing candidate that, you know, I've been fighting for, for weeks to try to, you know, win them over to join our company, especially now, as we talk about hiring, I'm sure you talked about this in the show before, hiring is so, so hard. So I do find that, um, you know, having that be kind of, you know, the ult- the thing that you just, like you said, it's muscle memory. You never forget to appreciate somebody who does something well. And I, some people it's ingrained in, and some people it's not, and, and, and it's not good or bad. It's just the, what you, what you feel as a person getting um, appreciation from people, you know, far ways that ways, you know, a raise, you know, your yep. 3% merit raise. I mean, at the end of the day, what does that give you? It's, it's more about how the people around you make you feel. Um, and, you know, obviously that stretches into, you know, potentially lovely gifting and surprise and delight. But I do find that, you know, recognition is, is huge, not even in a monetary or a, a physical way, more in a, you know, acknowledging into a big group of people that you work with, that you did this wonderful thing that you did underneath the radar and nobody knew about, but somebody knew how important it was to them. And if you can see the way that people feel about your, your shout out to them, um, it's, it's pretty special. And we, we live, we live and breathe it. Just as she says, we're engagement. It's ingrained. I know in some companies it's not, I mean, there's so many different ways now technology to be able to kind of you know, give these people these, these ways of, um, of appreciating one another. Um, but I do think, uh, you know, at the very core, it is just about making sure you don't forget. Um, and even if it's, it's a small thing that made a huge difference in your day to day, letting that person know, you know, how you feel about it and how they made you feel. 
it's 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 interesting that as you were talking, that I was thinking about how people, the expectation around appreciation is changing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. like like what maybe I would have grown up thinking about appreciation and what was great in appreciation, or maybe what my employees would have thought would have, would have been great in appreciation. That's changed, mm-hmm. and it's but you know that it was probably never static. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. to, the fact that I thought of it as static was probably dumb. But you know, it's it's also probably as we think about things that are hyper personalized, we also think about you know appreciation at your company with employees during even a single employee Mm -hmm. what's important to them appreciation wise is going to change yes yes yeah and i think you know you know in our our business and our platform i think we've seen a lot of it you Hmm. know morph a bit but i do feel like um you know somebody said to me the other day well you know and I love when people say, oh, when this is all over, I'm like <laughs> what, what's all, what's all over, right? when this is all over and we go back to normal, normal. Yeah. What we, yeah. I mean, our workplace is, is forever changed. Yep. And, and I think the way in we a good think way. about, yeah, I know an amazing way. I mean, honestly, people are like, this has been the hardest time for human resources professionals, but it has been like, talk about a spotlight. I mean, oh, a yeah. spotlight on, on what, teams can do for one another and how important those things that, like you said, somebody might've thought, well, those things aren't that important. Mm-hmm. They're so important. They're so important. Now they're important to attract. They're important to retain. They're important to just, you know, have a good company culture, right? You're, you're bringing in the right kind of people when people understand the value of that appreciation. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's easy. It's, it doesn't make it easy to bring people in, but it, it definitely, kind of highlights the North star of how, you know, your company feels, your mission, your values. Um, it's all those things that are really important, you know, for, for people coming in as well. If they don't see that they've That's got right. 700 other jobs right behind you, that they right. can maybe, you know, and not everybody company company does it, but the people, you know, they're really looking for these, these special things that are, you know, outside of the box and make them feel really good and want to stick around for a while. Yeah. Appreciate or, or don't at your yeah. peril. Yes, Um, exactly. 100%. I could talk to you forever. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Amy. Oh, thank you. It was so great to see you, Lynn. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.